0: Springfield's Talk one oh four one and a good. Tuesday morning, everyone. A number of elections occurring across the country today, which, depending on their outcome, will be presented as a thing, a taste of things to come. There are actually a couple of ballot issues in the local area as well. Not a not any sort of election where you're voting for an office, but some use tax stuff and so forth. We do have. Um, the the election section, if you want to check out, you may not even know uh, that you're voting. When you go to ksgf.com, the sample ballot sponsored by Delta Roofing, I see Barton, Lawrence, Polk, Stone, Taney, and Webster counties. Um, Hickory County, it makes a notation to see Polk County sample ballot. So if you happen to be in one of those counties, you you may uh, be voting on something today, whether you know it or not. So go to ksgf.com. The sample ballot uh page sponsored by delta roofing is if when you are first at ksgf.com and then there's the rotating tile it will show you uh you know information about the first responders breakfast we're having at scramblers this friday where if you're a first responder you get free breakfast uh that thanks to barker's frame and collision and pyramid roofing i think there's a uh, give us your best shot competition that we have going on where you can submit your hunting picks for an incredible prize pack from Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. And it's one of those rotating tiles, the sample bout. So you just click on that and, and you can get that information there. Uh, Mississippi has a gubernatorial race. Virginia um, has much in the balance there. there are a, There's a lot of focus on um, Kentucky, a Democrat mayor there who, according to the polls as of just a couple of weeks ago, had double-digit leads over the Republican candidate, but that has apparently been closed. Take polls with a grain of salt, of course. Uh, It's interesting because here you have, um, you know, bland old white guy as the Democrat and a young black man as the Republican, and it's just really interesting that uh, we hear the party of, of... Uh, Caring about the African American that supports the African American. Well, uh, if you do what they tell you to do. And we have seen that it isn't uh, for them about being black. It is about being the right kind of black person. That's all that really ultimately matters to them. And how that will play out in Kentucky, I, I suppose we, we shall see. Ohio, there's an abortion issue as well. well. We'll run down some of these things, and and they are going to be, depending on how they go, presented as a, a taste of things to come. Now, it, we'll just say if if Republicans do very well, there will not be much talk about it. There will not be much. Well, boy, this is good for Trump. I mean, you may hear a little here or there, but it will be dwarfed in the coverage or by the coverage should things not go well for Republicans. If the Democrat incumbent in Kentucky retains his seat, if the Uh, governor of Mississippi, who apparently is the least popular governor in the country right now. There's a welfare scandal there that is part of of that, and he's a Republican, and uh, there's a chance he may lose that seat. And if if it is something that breaks away from Republicans, then I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about um, what this means for the 2024 election. Um, so we've got all that. Joe Biden also, he's out there on the campaign trail, uh, talking about Amtrak, you know, his favorite, um, story that he likes to tell that isn't true. Now, I mean, nobody even argues it's true other than he keeps talking about it is about that conductor that he, or somebody that worked at Amtrak that, uh, had the exchange with him about traveling over a million miles on Amtrak. And, and at the time that happened, this individual that Joe Biden is always claiming to, He had this interaction with it, died years before. So it's just undeniably not a true story. But he repeated it yesterday once again. Not once, but the same story twice within half an hour, (laughs) the guy told. Um, There is a Republican debate tomorrow. Are you aware of this? This entire campaign is so surreal. This presidential campaign, you have Democrats fully unleashing third world country, banana republic, totalitarian status by doing everything they can to try and imprison opposition. You have the American people reacting to that by throwing their support behind the target of that persecution. Uh with a directly proportionate response. So in other words, the the more that the Democrats try and imprison Donald Trump, the more support he gets. He's spending mo- in the days he should be out on the campaign trail. He's in courtrooms. I saw, I believe it was yesterday. I mentioned the Kentucky race and he has endorsed the Republican, uh, for the governorship in Kentucky. <clears throat> and, um, he did it via video, and I suspect it's because, and this is the election interference component of things, it's trickling down, not just Trump, but people that Trump support. If Trump did not have these legal woes, he probably would have been in Kentucky Uh, But this is, of course, part of the plan in terms of election interference, not only trying to imprison him, but drain him of resources and make it uh, as difficult as possible for him to go around the country campaigning for his own presidential campaign and campaigning for those individuals that he supports. And... You've got all of these things going on, and then at the same time, the Republican candidates, minus Trump, are still debating. Off on the peripheral, you got coming up the Gavin Newsom-Ron DeSantis debate that is going to be playing out. I think Sean Hannity is going to be... Uh, moderating that. And it's supposed to be in November. I forget the exact date. So it's going to be here before too long. And that clearly is something that is with focus on the White House. I mean, you've got Gavin Newsom not running for president, but he's running for president. We all know it. Uh, DeSantis very, very far behind in this round, Trump, but he still has his eyes on on the white house if not for this time around i've always contended i thought that he was not running this time but he's actually laying the groundwork for the next time the uh, point being is back in the good old days you had a presidential election and the republicans did their things the democrats did their things and they went around to the states and then you had this you know there's iowa there's new hampshire here comes super tuesday and then the conventions And then, you know, they had the debates and they argued their ideas. And then you have, you know, know, one day, other than those who could not vote on election day due to surgeries or out-of-town weddings or going to be out of the country and they could absentee vote, and one day, one day, everyone vote. And still magically, even prior to advanced technology, they were able to count all the votes. You'd go to bed knowing who won the election. Now advanced technology attempts to imprison political opposition, stopping the vote count overnight or claiming you're going to and then deciding to continue to count votes and then things just steer the other direction. As a country, we've become so much better at this thing, haven't we? Latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. At least four people are charged in connection to sex trafficking in Pulaski County. The sheriff tells us a 13-year-old who had run away from home was found in an apartment in St. Robert. She tested positive for marijuana, meth, and ecstasy. Danica Gillen, Ulysses Talley, Emma Simpson, and Caleb Gibson are all charged in connection to the trafficking. Talley is also charged with statutory rape and second-degree trafficking of a child, along with another charge of failing to apply as a sex offender in another case. There are several cities that have a marijuana sales tax question on the ballot. In Marionville, Eldon, Branson West, Marshfield, and Seymour, voters will decide on an additional 3% sales tax on recreational marijuana. This would be added to the 6% state sales tax. In previous elections, this measure has passed in several other cities and counties, including in Springfield. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 Meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Navant. Employee Benefits That Work Sunshine 79 today, 62 tonight. Tomorrow sunshine, I have 79. Facebook Live 1041 Nick Reed, sponsored by Springfield Raps. If you're a first responder, join us this Friday. You will get free breakfast, pyramid roofing, Barker's Frame and Collision, and, of course, Scramblers all coming together for a special uh, breakfast this Friday for first responders. You come out 6A to 9A, and you're going to get yourself some free breakfast. Five candidates. Did you know that there's an RNC debate tomorrow? No, uh, but I haven't
1: been following
0: it. <laughs> Have I, you? I, I <laughs> uh no.
1: Just the tiniest uh, bit for it's work. It's
0: just such a weird thing. It's not that it's unimportant. I, th- the fact of the matter is, regardless of this election, I'd like to think that there will be future presidential elections. And, and re- part of the fear that I have with the approach that some are taking, and and Trump to some degree, the scorched earth, destroy any and everything in my path, And not just, oh, I'm going to be much better than them, but per, I'll use DeSantis as an example. Trashing on the successful things that DeSantis did, like trying to claim that he handled Florida worse than, I think he even said than Cuomo handled New York. <laughs> like, okay, no, 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 we, you, you, listen you're you're gonna win this nomination but I I mean you you don't need to do that and what my fear is is that we're gonna Republicans will end up like Democrats where they don't have anyone I I, I don't think we this is I look at long game of this stuff so the debate for tonight for example while so many people will see it in a dismissive manner and like well what's the point I'm thinking okay but once Trump is no longer in the picture then who and it doesn't mean that it has to be one of these individuals. I just don't think we should completely dismiss them. I, I don't think that if you are a Trump supporter, you have to f- have to buy into the idea that anyone who challenges him is the Antichrist. Um I I, I some time ago it was during Trump's first term, believing that he would get elected a second. I expressed my concern. What happens after him? I mean, really, this is the, to some degree, I guess, a Trump effect, a, a vacuum created. And who's going to fill that? I do believe that Trumpism, if you want to call it that, has had enough of a cultural impact that there are others that are not— Trump, because you cannot duplicate certain things, but are willing to fight, you think about, was there any Republican that got the sort of national recognition prior to Trump? like a Matt Gates or a Marjorie Taylor Greene or a Boebert or some of these others. Now I know you. some may be thinking, oh gosh, why do you have to mention them? They're the ones that people don't like. Well, they're the ones that the media trash on because they're outspoken. Republicans are supposed to sit like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and tell their supporters to keep their mouths shut and, and cop to being racist and we need to do more and be better and compromise their principles and whatever convictions they may think they have in order to get along. That's what Republicans are supposed to do. And, of course, Trump came along. He did not do that. Prior to Trump, you just did not—there were no Republicans that would come out swinging. And even some Republicans that were recognized beforehand as national—on the national stage— were not as willing to come out swinging as they are today. I think Marco Rubio would be an excuse, Ted Cruz even. Some of these individuals, they say things today in a fighting manner that prior to Trump, I, they, they just did not. And, and I think that, that Trump has created that environment in which it has allowed people who are not Democrats to feel like, hey, we can fight too. I happen to think that's a positive thing. But back to the, the original point here is the landscape is changing. When he is gone, do, do we want to automatically burn to the ground uh, DeSantis or a Nikki Haley? Or, um, uh, well, who else is even in this debate? Let's look. I don't even know. There's a list of five. Five have made the debate. It's MSNBC. It's so stomach that. Oh, Vivek. Yeah, I'm sure it's Vivek. So let's see here. Uh, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek, Tim Scott. Oh, Chris Christie, for Pete's sakes. Are you serious? <sighs> I This guy is such a problem. All right, well, whatever. So Chris Christie will be up there. He should feel at home, given MSNBC is... I think it's MSNBC, right? Uh, Yeah, according to NBC News. So I think it's going to be on MSNBC. Uh, obviously, if you don't sit through watching it tonight, it's going to be talked about tomorrow. I'm sure Chris Christie will get some headlines because he's going to go on and on about Trump going to prison and, and Trump's a fraud and and say all of these things that serve absolutely no purpose other than to try and diminish the likelihood that anyone who's not establishment can make any ground. These others, which it's going to be in Miami. Home turf, DeSantis, not bad. And I view this just in a manner not as to these individuals that, uh, okay, well, uh, who's going to win this thing, and is that going to close the gap with Trump? No, it's not. It's just not. Incidentally, this is just some of this stuff is a little frustrating. Virginia. You've got the race in Virginia, right? This is one of the races that's taking place. One of the six things to watch. Washington Examiner. Uh, They got Kentucky, Mississippi, Virginia elections. This is Yunkin. Now, Virginia is the state that arguably gave a lot of false hope to conservatives in the run-up to the midterm elections because it was a shellacking for the Democrats. Um, Republicans just swept in. And Democrats did not see it coming. Youngkin became this national figure for Republicans as to, well, this is how you do it. Democrats, so their, their House of Delegates, Republicans just barely, one or two votes, have that. So that is up for grabs. If Republicans retain that and gain a couple of seats in the Senate then they will then have the Senate as well. And the word is that if that occurs, that's going to begin the Yunkin 2024 presidential campaign. That there are a lot of big donors, the movers and shakers, the people who hate Trump that cannot seem to find anyone that will peel away Trump support, that this is going to be the moment. This is what they believe. I don't know whether Youngkin has any interest in it. I, I, I think it would be unwise for him politically to do it. But that aside, I could tell you the reality of it. It won't move the needle at all. These people, it, it, it is no wonder they have such a disdain for Trump supporters because they have no concept of why a Trump supporter likes Trump. And in their mind, It's almost like Democrats with with Biden and the the Biden supporters' frustrations that people don't understand that the economy is good for them. They're, They're just so frustrated that they haven't been able to win people over to support Joe Biden when it comes to the economy. And they're so disconnected. They don't understand what the average person's going through. And when you have these establishment Republicans that are out there, and a couple weeks ago there was that Mitt Romney closed door meeting with Paul Ryan, and they're all, you know, they're all just trying to figure out who's the Republican that we can get in this thing, and Yunkin is the guy that many of these big donors are seeing that are all of a sudden. With Trump's 50 plus percent of Republican support right now, all that, at least 30, 40 percent of it, of Trump supporters through all of this are going to go, oh, no, now Glenn Youngkin, that's the guy we want. What? How How detached do you have to be from understanding what Republican voters are thinking or wanting right now to think that that's going to happen? I mean, they, they really do. For people that are so arrogant and think that they're so smart, they really are pretty dumb. When you when you look at their behavior and their understanding or misunderstanding of the landscape. We've got to take a break. We've got a traffic update coming up in moments. I'm Nick Reed. A boost for Ron DeSantis, Governor Kim Reynolds, Iowa. Iowa, the first contest, the caucus, for Republicans anyhow, and Democrats have cut Iowa loose. Her desire to rig the the election for the Democrat candidate, um, which has become pretty standard for the Democrat process. For a people, a political party that go on and on about democracy. Trump's going to end elections as we know it. And democracy, democracy, democracy. These people rig everything that they can rig. Their own selection process they rig. They change who can vote when they do. You know all of all of this stuff. So Kim Kim Reynolds, Iowa, has come out and endorsed Ron DeSantis, and I want to talk about this because I, I it. This is that the headline out of it is the reason is because well Trump can't win. I'm trying to think, and I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but definitely not with the same prevalence as it does with Republicans. Do Democrats ever just run around saying, well, we have to pick this one because this one can't win? Just all of the the, the can't, 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 can't. I'm so tired of this loser approach from Republicans, and even whenever it's in the context of winning, it's... A reference point of losing. Wouldn't it be nice if the reason some of these people endorsed a candidate was because of, hey, here are all the awesome reasons, here's why they'll be the best, as opposed to, well, because that person who's leading can't win. Mwah, mwah. How inspiring. What does what is it about the culture within the Republican Party that makes that their go to? American Transmissions talk a text line 447 KSGF A traffic update, I'm Nick Reed I want a great home com. Should you wait for Interest rates to drop? I don't know Should you refinance? I don't know Should you pay off your house Now if you have the extra cash to do it because of the high interest rates, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to these questions. A lot of it just depends on how long you're going to be there. How old are you? Is that your forever home? Is that your first home? Is that your third home? Do you have kids getting ready to move out? I, I don't know if these even those questions are relevant, but, but the characters do. This is what they do. I can all but guarantee you, no matter how informed, You find yourself to be, when it comes to this decision, as to whether this is the right time to buy a home for investment or moving or whatever, they are going to provide you information that was not part of your calculation, that is significant and important. may not change your mind, but this is what they do. I want a great home loan dot com because you do. Governor Kim Reynolds, Iowa, said Monday on NBC's Nightly News that she endorsed Governor Ron DeSantis for president because she believes he can win in the general election while President Trump cannot. How? I'm pretty equal opportunity on this stuff. I don't like anyone in the party declaring I'm the only one who can win or that's the only person who will lose. I I, I don't like it. And there's a number of reasons. One of the reasons, frankly, is because it lacks substance. Oh, okay, well, let's say that you're right. So what, what are you gonna do? I don't want to vote for someone because I think they're the only one that can win. I mean, if that's the case, I don't really need to vote, right? Because they're going to win it anyway. And of course, you're talking about your competition. So I think most intelligent people are going to recognize that oh, well, yeah, you're saying that. You are a little biased. I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I'm not saying that a person should not calculate electability into their decision-making. Pro- I think everyone you decide however you want to decide. You can decide based off looks if you want to. I mean, I, we, we can talk about meaningful reasons to support someone and have that discussion back and forth and have varying opinions, but. When it really comes down to it, it's your choice to make, and I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying that it's not a valid calculation for a person to make in certain circumstances. I don't think electability should be the the only reason, uh, but I, I do think that at times it is valid to calculate that into your choice. But when that's like the lead selling point out there in the public on the campaign trail from political figures that clearly they are presenting their endorsement based on the idea that people listen to them and value their assessment, can Republicans please stop this well because we can't win with this person and well I you know because if this person and it's always Trump of course you know we can't with Trump I I just don't recall Democrats taking that approach. It doesn't matter who they not they could nominate a frog. And they would run around talking about how wonderful the frog is and how Trump or whomever the Republican is racist and anti-frogite and horrible and this is the greatest thing under the living sun. And yes, a lot of times, most of the time, Democrats are they're delusional and they self-delude themselves. But you can't help at sometimes but envy a political party that doesn't run around as naysayers about their own chances. I mean, you couple that with Mitch McConnell last time around. Well, I don't think we're going to win the Senate because we've got a quality of candidate issue right now. Oh, thanks, coach. Can't wait to get back out there for the second half. Feeling real inspired now. And I got to be honest with you, if I'm a candidate, and there's some big endorsement, and the lead reason they're saying that they're endorsing me is simply because, well, I think that he can win as opposed to this guy. That doesn't really seem that flattering, does it? If I'm Ron DeSantis and I'm getting an endorsement, frankly... I'd like it to be in the context that, yeah, these other people are really awesome too, but DeSantis is so freaking awesome, he's even better than these others. Instead of, well, the others are such losers, they can't win anyway, so you might as well pick DeSantis. It's just exhausting, and it's draining, and then the Republicans run around like, we have an enthusiasm problem here? Why is it that we have trouble getting people excited to get out the vote? And of course, the only voters that actually are excited to vote are Trump voters, the ones that they can't stand anyway. And uh, it's, what a depressed, icky, deflating, demoralizing approach that these Republican establishment candidates take or not candidates, sometimes the candidates, but uh, the, the, different elected officials with these endorse. I, I don't. And of course it's all presented in the context of, and I, this is the question I just want to ask whenever somebody says that, uh, why do you think that? Why do you think Trump can't win as a Republican Because the poll numbers all show that he's beating Biden, not just nationally, but of course the most recent, of the six battleground states of which Biden won, Trump is winning five of them, double digits in at least one of them. Now, we can dismiss the polls and recognize that there is serious issues with the polls, But that doesn't mean that Trump is going to automatically lose. What evidence is there? Oh, because the media hates him? Because Democrats are trying to throw him in prison? I would like for once, whether it's Asa Hutchinson or Chris Christie or the governor of Iowa or any of these people that are running around saying Trump can't win, what are you basing that off of other than you just don't like him and other people don't like him too? Now, some of the polling that has come out recently, and we talked about this, the New York Times poll with those battleground states, I, there is oftentimes with bad polling, you can dig through and find something that you can use to say, "Well, it's not that bad." Radio does this, you know. You you can get this done oftentimes when it comes to your ratings, and they have it broken down and. It just looks really bad. And you're like, oh, but look, 75 to 85-year-old men, we're number five. That's pretty good. Well, okay. (laughs) I suppose if you look hard enough. That being said, I don't think there's anything out of the most recent polling that that Democrats can look at and say, well, at least we have this. And some of the areas are... That, that Trump is leading Biden when it comes to Hispanics, when it comes to blacks, is well beyond anything any Republican, frankly, ever had even hoped for. Of course, now we're talking about the same Trump that cannot, he's the one who can't beat Biden, uh, according to the governor of Iowa. Some of those numbers with blacks and Hispanics next, I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers, everyone.
1: Thank you. Well, I was talking to Brad down there at Quick Draw Gun in Monet yesterday, and he has got an awesome deal because uh, Saturday is Veterans Day. And so this week they are doing a free bottle of gun oil for all veterans that stop by the shop this week. So if you're a veteran, I highly recommend that you take a trip down there. And also while you're down there, you can stock up on ammo. You can get any firearm accessories. You can add to your firearm collection, or maybe you are a person who is Wanting to get started, purchase your first, first ever gun, uh, Brad and his team, they would be happy to help you out with all of that, plus so much more. Now, you can find all of the contact information, plus the uh, the shop hours and the actual physical address for Quick Draw Gun in Monet. All of that is going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com.
0: Some of your American transmissions, talking text line messages, uh, relying on President Trump to fix everything is wrongheaded. Uh, We call that being Trump drunk and also being always Trump is just as foolish as being never Trump. Yeah, And I agree. Well, I guess depending on the always Trump definition, I, as I mentioned earlier, I reject this notion that some, not all, but some people who are supporters of Trump see any challenge from any Republican as, well, there must be establishment. And I don't always agree that to be the case and you can point to legitimately well Ron DeSantis he did had this support or that support and that's establishment well Trump's done some establishment things as well so just simply because a an individual has done things that the establishment was okay with that does not mean that that's what they do 100% of the time Uh, 90% of the time 80% of the time perhaps non-establishment things um all right, so polls expose Joe Biden's problem with black and Hispanic voters. Recent polling highlighting the Democrat Party's division on how to in- who address the invasion on the southern border and soaring inner city crime, and this is what is being seen to a large degree as an erosion of support amongst Hispanics and blacks. I've never understood this position that the Democrat Party has taken... And the Republican establishment really took it hardcore when Trump was running in 2016. That if you don't support illegals, people coming into our country illegally, that means you will lose support of Hispanic voters who are in this country legally, many of which are U.S. citizens. I've never understood that. It made no sense to me. I, my thought was always there. If there's any group that would be most unhappy about it, it would be those who came here legally. To me, it's like standing in line, uh, for Time Traveler. Or two and a half hours at Silver Dollar City, and some people are just allowed to cut in front of me. Nobody does anything about it, and I'm told I'm supposed to be happy about it because I have waited in line for two and a half hours. What? Well, they're just like you. They want to ride the roller coaster too. Yeah, but I did it right. But that was the position, that that was the absurd position that has been taken for a a very long time. And I think what, although, I don't know that they do get it or understand part of the reason that they lose this support when it comes to that particular issue amongst Hispanics is for that very reason. But also because Hispanics, you know, they have families and they want their children to have education and they like to keep as much of their own money as possible and they're business owners and they don't like to be subject to an increased potential of being a victim of a crime and black people are largely the same way as well. Ultimately, this is part of the problem with the Democrat Party is they cannot see past skin color. They don't see these as human beings. And so they believe if they take some cliched bumper sticker approach like, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, and so that means defund the police, that, well, your skin is black, so that's all that matters to you. Well, what they're finding is when you create a culture of anti-law enforcement, it emboldens criminals. And when you do it in a community that is disproportionately black – then you're going to have a disproportionately high number of black people become victims of crimes. And guess what? They're actually people, not just black skin. They're people. And just because someone's skin is a certain color doesn't mean that they enjoy being held at gunpoint or being raped or being shot at. That's a flaw in the approach that many take. What they have found with this polling is biden's lead among hispanics is in single digits in the six swing states now you may think well he's still winning democrats typically win amongst hispanics by more than 30 points more than 30 points and when it comes to you know versus trump that shrinks down to single digits Democrats have lost ground amongst the black and Hispanic voters in nearly every election in the last 10 years, and Biden is in a worse position among non-white voters since Walter Mondale in 1984. And for those that don't remember how that election went, Mondale won his own state, and that was it. But Trump is the one candidate who can't win. I feel the need to reiterate, this doesn't mean that Trump would automatically walk in to the White House with an easy 49-state win, but it certainly defies the position that so many continue to put out there as if it is unquestionable that Trump cannot win. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. All our building company, Woodvale Subdivision, Golden and Weaver, swing on by. You'll see it. It's... Nice builder incentives. You see the Aller Building Company signs. Some are um, foundation being laid. Some it looks like they haven't even done that, and others completed. The brilliance of one of these Aller Building Company projects with the builder incentives is if you don't like do re- to do remodeling, which a lot of people don't. Oh, you got to change the carpet, and oh, this you know the style is nineteen ninety eight, and. Those cabinets have to go, all of that sort of stuff. You don't want to do that. They have the showroom floor with all of those things, and and so you just do it all in one setting so there's no remodeling necessary. It is the way you want it when you walk into your Oller Building Company home on day one. Oller is spelled O-L-L-E-R. You can find Oller under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. You know a couple different notations regarding um trump the only way trump will win is to win by a large enough majority to overtake approximately 20 percent expected voter fraud throughout the nation and another noting that you know they're listening to the guys on red-eye radio talking about all the polls without mentioning the fact that well what difference does it make if democrats continue to cheat and you know that is look that's been a factor for a very very long time and they have increased the ease with which it is to cheat and we've we've watched that occur i'm telling you these drop boxes in the early voting yesterday we talked about um one election i think it's in connecticut it's a democrat primary overturned because of election fraud due to stuffing the ballot box we've seen it happen in st louis again democrat primary Only when a Democrat is the victim, even if the perpetrator is a Democrat, but if the Democrat's a victim, then they recognize and do something about voter fraud, including overturning elections. And every one of these states that they, you know, oh, early voting, you can vote two weeks in advance or four weeks in advance. Or you can just drop them off at these random places. But don't worry, we'll put cameras on them so we can catch any shenanigans. Well, when the shenanigans are caught, as you saw in mule uh, 2000 Mules, they shrug their shoulders and say, so what, QAnon conspiracy theorist? Yeah, that certainly is, is a component to this. News in 60 Seconds.